Hey, we've been talking all week about making choices, and today you made the choice to be here, and we're going to talk about the discoveries of the week in a short episode because we actually made a choice because of some power issues to get this going. So it could be quite the fun show. Stay tuned. There's no telling what's coming up on today's episode of Today's Antidote. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, 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 do. Hey, Tom, there was a little ripple there. It played the beginning a little bit extra. I love it. You know, any chance we get to hear the incredible Liz Brush extra is a good day. How are you? You're from a different location. I am. Yeah, we are dealing with, we deal with heavy winds and rain all night and our power is out. So I'm on a phone with hopefully my, uh, my internet will hold out and my battery will hold out. It'll be interesting to see how long we're able to sustain this show today. Well, <laughs> then we should probably, I'd like to propose that we make the choice to skip the celebration or do the celebration, real simple celebration today. That is, we're celebrating the fact that we can do this even when the technology does not help us. I, I think you need to share your celebration quickly. No, just what are you celebrating today? I'm celebrating that's National Drink Wine Day. Oh, and, uh, I'm I'm a I'm a fan of wine and not so much. I don't drink wine that much now, but I really love the process that wineries go through to create wine, and so that's really interesting to me. It's a real art form that the slightest deviation from what you did last year or the change in the weather, and it goes completely different. Hmm. How about you? What's your celebration today? So my celebration today is, I think as anyone has been listening, knows I officiate girls and women's lacrosse. Today, I am doing my first ever Division One real game. So I'm excited about that. Going down Who's to Howard playing? University. So we know what Division One looks like. Who's playing? It is Howard University and the University of D.C. Okay. At which fine institution? Howard? At Howard. Okay, nice. Congratulations. I know you've worked really hard to get to this place. Yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully the rain and heavy winds die down. <laughs> it won't bother you. No, it'll be fine. At least it's not All right, everyone, cold with snow. That is correct. That is correct. So welcome everyone to today's Antidote, our daily broadcast and podcast. Thanks for joining us. We're going to have a conversation around our topic. This week's topic is making choices. And today, on every Friday, we share our discoveries of the week. So we'll talk about that uh, in just a moment. Um, if you are watching on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn Live, oh, I'm so glad we got to do that. That the uh, with no one above you in the bunker. So that's right. <clears throat> LinkedIn Live, would... Live, Live. 
So we would welcome your comments as we go through this discussion. Or if you have a discovery of the week, please feel free to share it because it might be exactly what someone else is looking for and it will add to our show. Also, if you're listening to the podcast, we welcome you. We know you can't add comments. So the other thing you could action you could take is share it with a friend or you could rate our podcast. We would love that. And if you would be so kind, you would rate it as how about five stars, Cinco, five. There's no other option. Excellent. And we appreciate your uh, your input on that because we know that by rating our show, more people will have a chance to see it. So let's dive into our conversation this week, Bob. All week we've been talking about making choices. And, you know, it was interesting yesterday we talked about choosing not to choose and the choice that that actually is. Um, we've talked about how um, who influences our choices, whether it is from our head or our heart or it's from others around us. And so I think there's a lot of things that go into making choices. And do you want to share what your discovery of the week is? Sure. My discovery of the week was yesterday when we really talked through the idea of not making a choice as a choice. And you gave the great example of going to a store, looking at stuff and not buying something and being okay with that decision. And I actually three times yesterday put that into practice, specifically in practice, because I wanted to see what the feeling was like. And it was actually very satisfying. I went into a Starbucks and they didn't have what I was looking for. They just they had other stuff. Normally, I'd be like, all right, well, I'll go with that. This time I was like, they don't have what I want. I'm going to choose to just walk away. And I thought I'd feel like really sad and disappointed. I actually felt like, okay, I made a choice. I'm okay with that choice. I saved the money. I didn't get what I wanted. They didn't have it. I'm going to move on with my day. So that was a really good process for me to go through. And I think that applies to business. I think leading teams, we have that opportunity not to choose. Your, Your employee comes to you and says, hey, we need to decide between this vendor and this vendor. And you say, well, okay, what do you think? And they tell you, and then you go, you know what? I'm still not comfortable. Why don't we take the weekend to think about it? Why don't we come back to it in a week? Why don't we come back to it in a month? So I thought that was really a great discussion for me personally to just think about that in a different way. What about you? So, um I sort of mine is, is, is along sort of along the same lines, although it was we had a little bit of this conversation yesterday and then I chose to write about it a little bit on LinkedIn. You know, it's interesting how and I think you said this yesterday that um, that you get frustrated or as a salesperson when people don't make a choice that you would rather have them say no. And as I got thinking about that. It, it was intriguing to me that in that discussion Mm -hmm. getting them to say no is all about me right all about the salesperson yes not i want to know where i stand correct not what's best for our client and as we're truly trying to serve our client our customers then really it should be about what's best for them and if they are not comfortable in the moment you know, yeah, we have to make sales and we have to, you know, earn a living and all those things. And I think that there's the opportunity to to really focus on what is best for our clients. And if what's best for them is either not choosing and yet maybe they are still interested. And I wonder how often some people go for the no 
when if they had been open to a maybe, the maybe might have come back to a yes. It's interesting. I think that sometimes, you know, you get those random calls and I would imagine that they have services that I might be interested in. Yet I'm so frustrated by the approach that they take that I just say no. And and I wonder how that would be different if they took the time to actually get to know a little bit about me or my business and what why what they have really is valuable and were patient enough to be okay with, hmm, I'd like to learn more. Could we find another time to connect or engage? Whereas the approach they take just leads to the no. And I think that's, I think, you know, that kind of goes against everything that salespeople are taught is like the value of, of getting a no, because then you can move on. And I appreciate that. And it struck me yesterday about how that is so not about serving our clients, serving our customers or our prospects. Um, that, that really struck me yesterday. Wow, I like that. And it gives a great tease opportunity for this coming week, Tom, because you know, I know you know, because we've talked about it, we're going to talk about me marketing next week when the marketing is focused on the person doing the selling, not the customer. We're going to talk about some of the pitfalls of that, some of the ways we do it, whether we know it or not. It'd be a great week of discussion. So this kind of feeds right into that because that whole I want to know really is for me and me marketing tends to not be the most effective marketing. And so what do you think about that, Bob? I'm interested in your take on that whole concept of, and, and, and I get it. The no helps us move forward. I get that. Yes. And yet I wonder how often going for the no eliminates the yes or the potential yes down the road. I understand what you're saying, but one of the things about no is if the person can tell you no and give you a reason, now you have something to work with. Maybe with no reason puts you in zero sum game. What do I do? How do I, if someone says no, because you're too expensive, now I know I need to look at pricing. Maybe we run a sale in two weeks and I call and say, hey, we're running a sale in these shirts this week. You said that the price was too high. Here's your chance. Would you like to buy? If the person says, I'm not really comfortable with your technology. It seems kind of new and I'm worried that it's not going to work. Okay, now I can work through that. I can get testimonials. I can get them to talk to another client. I think where I struggle is if the person just says, maybe I'm left in limbo. You know, it's like if you've asked a person to spend time with you and they're like, well, let me check my schedule. Okay, here you are three days later and you're like, okay, do I hold the evening for you or do I make other plans? You're, you're stuck. If the person said no to you, and by the way, this is only hypothetical in all cases, there's no truth to any of this, just so we're clear. But if you're holding that, that's that you're, you're stuck. And if you, and you don't know which way to go, right? Do, do I hold the day? Do I find something else to do? Do I make other plans? And I think it's the same thing for us with teams, with our business that, you don't know how to proceed. And the buying process, no matter how you slice it, is about moving forward. And so to me, a no is better because it tells me if they give their objection, if they just say flat out no with no answer, with no reason, I'm, you're right. It's the same as a maybe. But if you can elicit from that person a no with a reason, like, okay, 
I appreciate that you took time to consider what we're doing. Help me understand where we fell short. Help me understand what you were looking for that we didn't satisfy. And if you do it in that way, and notice how soft that sounds, not like sure. you said, no, what the heck's wrong with you? And so I think there's an opportunity. And for me, I've learned a lot about what I do from when people tell me no. It genuinely gives me things to go back and think through and say, oh, wow. You know, I remember at one point someone said, I want to pay on PayPal because my company has a company credit card and we get points and we we send employees on travel for that. Can you set up PayPal so we can pay you on PayPal? It's like, well, I lose 3%, blah, blah, blah. That made that customer, when I finally did that, I called that person and said, we just set up PayPal. They jumped at the chance to work with me. Oh, wow, we're, we're going to say 3%, three, 3%. We're spending a couple thousand dollars a month. That's a huge opportunity for them. And they got points and there were, there were all kinds of good things. When they first said it, it was a no because your payment system doesn't work for us. Sure. So I guess the no with more detail is more helpful than the sure. no, I'm not just flat out no hanging up you know all those yeah. things that still are a no and yet they're not really of much value except you you cross them off and move right. forward and in a yeah. team environment i think it's also true right if i go into you with a proposal hey tom i think we should change this uh broadcast and do it at 8 p.m not 8 a.m and you go no i refuse it's 8 a.m. Eastern time, end of story. Okay, I go back and I get nothing to work with. But if you say, hey, Bob, here's the thing. We know that the people we deal with are busy at 8 p.m. usually because they have families and other commitments. So we're not going to get the listenership that we would normally get. And so I, I like the idea that you're thinking of an alternative time, but I don't think 8 p.m. is the right fit for us. Okay, now I can go back and say, well, gee, maybe 10 a.m would work because you've given me something to work with. And I think I've worked with bosses who didn't give you the information that would help you figure out how to move forward and ones that did. And when they did, you could go back to the drawing board and then come back and say, hey, I thought about what you told me a couple of weeks ago. Here's how I'd change it. And they go, oh, wow, that's really great. And that's hard for a leader because the leader has got to be able to articulate what, you know, what the divide is. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it was just interesting. Something that struck me yesterday about how, um, mm -hmm. you know, is going for the no really serving your client or just serving you, which, uh, you know, I can, I can see your point as well. So interesting well, no, things no, to ponder. No, yeah. No with qualification definitely is more, more preferable to just flat out. No, but no, at least no is I don't have to worry about them as much. Whoa, Tom's moving around on me. That, hey, we switched sides. Finally, I'm in charge. <laughs> okay, this is the best moment ever. I, I think that was your internet. No, no. You, you're, you're running the show. I'm just you. here with my shirt that's doing weird things, I noticed. Lesson, lesson to me. I learned something this morning. So, Tom... Why don't we wrap things up? Because I actually have the power flickering a little bit. I don't know if you can see that, but. Yes. I, so, yeah, I think that was you that flickered. Okay. So excellent. Well, thanks so much for being with us today. We hope that if you have something you'd like to share around your discoveries of the week or thoughts on ours, 
please feel free to share it in the comments. Or you can go to the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. There's a post up to share your discoveries of the week that could be about our topic about making choices. Or it could be some other discovery that you got this year, this week that may be helpful to someone else to hear it. So please feel free to join us inside the Ring of Renegades. If you are not able to join us inside the Ring of Renegades today or this weekend, we'll see you Monday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time for our next edition of today's antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, embrace the renegading you. And if you're a wine drinker, have a glass of wine today. It's Friday. Friday wine day. Nice. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening to today's antidote powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.